Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing, the show where busy people like you learn how to build substantial passive income while creating wealth for the long term. And now, here's your host, Marco Santarelli. Hello, my friends, and welcome to an Ask Marco episode of Passive Real Estate Investing. I'm starting to do these Ask Marco episodes. Why? Because I get quite a few emails from you guys asking questions about real estate, investing, finance, um, general topics, and just kind of a whole slew of things. And so I thought I would start addressing these on a regular episode of this show to help answer questions, not only for you, but I think that a lot of you are probably asking similar or the same questions. And if I can answer it for one person, I might as well answer it for all of you at the same time. So this way we can share the questions and share the answers and just help uh, educate everybody um, based on the common questions that are going on. So with that, I am going to start off with a question from a listener about asset protection. Uh, Now, this individual, his name is Yong. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. He goes on to say, hello, Marco. How are you doing? Hope you're doing well. I just wanted to start with a big thank you for all your great work. Your podcasts are simply invaluable, and I listen and re-listen to it on a daily basis. I'd also like to express my sincere gratitude to one of your investment counselors who has been absolutely instrumental for helping me with understanding passive real estate investments. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe this person has just closed on their fourth turnkey rental property. So congratulations to that. He says, with that said, I was wondering if I can get your thoughts on asset protection that had been covered in your podcast. I just closed on several properties with conventional 30-year mortgages where such properties are currently titled in my name. I recall from conversation with my lender that I would need to wait 60 days after closing to transfer the title to an LLC, which I believe is properly due to the loan being sold to other banks after its origination during that period. You are correct. That is the reason you want to wait because odds are that loan that was originated by the original lender will be sold off. And that usually happens pretty quickly uh, right after the loan's closed. But typically within the first 60 days, you're going to see that loan sold and you will find that another lender will be servicing that mortgage. And so you'll get a letter in the mail and uh, probably from your new lender uh, welcoming you and just saying that, you know, from this day going forward, payments will be made to so-and-so servicing company. So yes, that was um, correct information there. He goes on to say, I have been looking into getting the title transferred to an LLC. I noticed there is a bit of a difference in the structures talked during two episodes, episode 101 with Scott Smith and episode 112 with Garrett Sutton. And it should be noted that these are both great attorneys, so I highly recommend both of them. Going on, he says, Scott Smith seems to prefer using the structure of using land trusts for anonymity in brackets, which are owned by a series LLC, where each land trust would be owned by each child LLC. I'll explain that here in a minute. I like the topic of using a shell company for operations. So the structure here is basically this. Rather than having one LLC, you have what's called a series LLC, which basically has cells or what are known as child LLCs within that LLC structure. So you could literally spin off 
an unlimited number of child LLCs under this master LLC umbrella. And each of those LLCs stands on its own, and you can put one or more properties within each of those LLCs. So what Scott is proposing is that you essentially take each of those properties that you acquire, put them into a land trust, and then that land trust is owned by each of those child LLC. So what you're doing is you're separating the property from each other within each child LLC and you are wrapping each property around this land trust, which is really not an asset protection vehicle. It's more of an anonymity tool. You know, let me just give my disclaimer here uh, that I am not a CPA and I am not an attorney and none of this is legal advice. This is just my interpretation, my explanation and my opinion on things. But having looked at this for many, many years and studying this for many years, you know, I've kind of come to my own conclusions, my own personal structure, but I'm basically going to interpret this question and explain it the way I understand it. So that's Scott Smith's solution is basically take each of your properties, put them in a land trust for anonymity, and then take that land trust and put it into a child LLC of a series LLC. That may sound confusing. It really isn't. Uh, if you want to go and learn more about that, just go back to episode 101, I believe it is, with Scott Smith and just listen to that episode. It's actually very informative. At the same time, I'm also going to recommend listening to episode 112, I believe, with Garrett Sutton, who happens to be one of Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Advisors uh, and his personal asset protection attorney. So, you know, you can get everybody's perspective there. But he goes on to say that Garrett Sutton seems to prefer using only LLCs for structure where individual LLCs own each property, then having a Wyoming LLC, again for anonymity, as the holding LLC. I also recall from his books that he pretty much takes the opposite stance on series LLCs and didn't recommend it. And he took a similar stance against the land trust during the podcast. So if you listen to what Garrett was saying, he was basically saying that they are not necessary, that they're an extra expense and they don't really give you much more than you would have with just having your properties titled within these title holding limited liability companies that are each owned under one parent LLC, such as a Wyoming LLC. And he also talks about Nevada. And I believe the third state he also talks about is Delaware, but don't quote me on that. So you have a parent LLC holding these child LLCs that are very inexpensive to set up and to maintain on an annual basis. Um, so the structure is pretty similar. He's just not advocating the land trust because of the expense and added complexity, although it's not overly complex. So, you know, it's it accomplishes the same thing. Now, I personally like Garrett Sutton's model. It's really what I use, but that doesn't mean I don't like and wouldn't use the other structure with the series LLC and land trust. I've used land trust and seen them for over a decade, and I think there's a place for it. He just goes on to say, so I was curious just on your opinion on what your thoughts are as these two approaches and structures, which are pretty much the opposite of each other. Of course, this is certainly not a request for legal opinion and what people seem to prefer in general. Thank you so much for your time. Best regards. So again, I like both. They both are solid structures and approaches to asset protection. I think there is um, a lot of personal preference that ties in here. 
And, you know, the, the kind of the joke that I make is that you can ask 10 attorneys a question and get 10 different opinions. But ultimately, the, the goal is the same. It's really just to take title out of your name and structure an asset protection plan that protects you and provides for some anonymity. Both of these models do that. They just use slightly different tools in different ways. But at the end of the day, you have the same type of result. So my suggestion here is to listen to those two episodes, 101 and 112 with Scott Smith and Garrett Sutton. Uh, draw your own conclusions. The answer is there is no right answer. <laughs> They'll both work for you. So um, one is probably just slightly more complex than the other, and it might have a slightly different cost. But I would just pick up the phone and talk to both of these attorneys or, or you know, your own asset protection attorney and just see what they have to say. Um, at the end of the day, you're just going to have to make your own decision, but they both will work. So anyway, I don't want to sound too um, too ambiguous here, but that's my answer. So Young, I appreciate you sending in the question. And for everybody else, if you have a question about real estate investing or finance that you'd like me to answer on the show, simply go to PassiveRealEstateInvesting.com. Click on the Ask Marco button and submit your question, and I will do my best to cover it. If not in an email, I will certainly do my best to cover it here on the show. If you haven't already subscribed, remember to subscribe. Help us share this show with other like-minded people who can benefit from this as well. So visit us on iTunes and leave us a rating and review. I would greatly appreciate it. And again, thanks for listening. I will see you on our next episode. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate legal, tax, real estate, or business professional for individualized advice. For distribution or publication rights and media interviews, please contact the host.